What's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Train Podcast. I am your host, Jared Hamilton. Thank you so much for being here. I've got a really deep episode for you today. If you like mindset, if you like psychology, if you like the really deeper side of all this fat loss stuff and really handling things like emotional eating and food relationships and all this other stuff, um, that the deeper, deeper level, this is the episode for you. Cause I got way deeper in this one than I totally intended, but I'm super grateful that I did. So, um, really quick, I'm going to, I'm going to give you a, a word from our sponsor and then we're going to dive right in. It's been, it's been a second, right? It's, uh, I think my last episode I recorded was, I know my last episode I recorded was my, um, my episode with Helena about, all, all her stuff, but which was the 26th. Yeah. So it's been, uh, it's been a few weeks since I've recorded uh, an episode. Well, and I want to talk about that, but I also want to tie this to emotional eating and things like that. So, um, just because I think it's really important and it's really relevant and it might be able to help you if you struggle with emotional eating and, uh, kind of the darky negative -y side of all this game. So <clears throat> to be honest, the big reason why I've been kind of, if you know, if you haven't noticed, I've been a little bit quieter on social media. I've not been making as much content. I've not been, um, uh, you know, doing as many podcasts. I've been basically, you know, just making sure my clients are taken care of, making sure my tribe members are taken care of, um, and being kind of quiet. But the big reason is, uh, is because I'm, basically making sure I'm, I'm handling my own, um, headspace and emotions, right? So here, and here's why I'm, you know, kind of the story time. So imagine this, um, and trust me at the end of it, this all makes sense. Um, so think of it this way. Imagine across the street, you have a, um, a little boy or little girl, the little five-year-old neighborhood kid that, you know, that, that comes over across to you, um, and something bad happened. He comes across the, the street and he's like, Hey, so I just watched my dog get ran over and something negative happened. Like, so whatever, you know, whether it be, we'll just say it's the, he got, he saw his dog get ran over by a car and he's five. So that's pretty traumatic. That was his best friend. It was his little buddy. And it was, he literally watched his dog get flattened. So this little neighborhood boy comes across the street and he's like, Hey, uh, I, I saw my dog get ran over and I'm really sad. What would you do? How would you think right now? Think, how would you handle that? Like, what, what would you, what, what would you do? I would bet you would not just say, here's a tub of ice cream. Just act like it never happened. It's fine. You wouldn't say, well, let's go get food and let's, let's, you know, and distract him with food. You wouldn't do that. Um, you probably wouldn't even like, well, let's, let's go play with Legos. Let's go build something. Let's go, uh, you know, let's go, let's go, let's go do something really cool. What would you do? I know if it was me uh, and I saw that happen, I would just sit with him, right? I would be like, I'm so sorry. You know, I love you. I see you. I would probably hug him uh, and I would just be there with him. I would literally just sit there with him. I bet more than likely you would do the same thing. So here's the thing. Why, how does this tie to emotional eating and tie to me being a little bit quiet on social media? is because we have to do a better job at sitting with our negative emotions and sitting with our quote unquote darkness or sitting with our shit, so to speak. Um, so this has been one of the, um, the beauties behind quarantine, right? Everybody's been quiet. The world's been a little quieter. We haven't, you know, gotten out as much or doing whatever. So here's the thing. You guys know, I talk about meditation all the time. I talk about headspace all the time. I talk about quiet time all the time. Well, I've been in the middle of mine 
right? I've been here lately. I've been, you know, really diving into my own headspace and things like that. And I was noticing like, there's some stuff that's coming up. I'm like, Oh, like I keep noticing these same like patterns or these same um, thought processes and these same like negative things keep coming up these old negative stories. And I'm like, huh, why is that a thing? Like these same things keep coming up, whether it be like unworthiness or whether it be, you know, like just limiting beliefs or whether it be like all this stuff. And so I've been learning to sit with it. Right. Because here's the thing. So I've been learning to sit with it. Well, I want to make sure I've been processing everything right. So I started going to therapy. If you guys didn't see my Instagram post the other day, um, I've been going to therapy for about three weeks now because um, I wanted to make sure my I want to make sure my headspace is good while it's still good. Right. We don't want to wait till the you know, you know, you don't it's like you don't want to find out you have stage four cancer you know, in stage four, you want to find out you, you have cancer way before it gets to that. Right. It's the same thing with your headspace. Like this is why therapy is so good is because it's one of those things where, you know, it's, you don't have to be a suicidal maniac ready to, to end it with everything in the world coming down to go get help. Right. It's why you have checkups with a doctor. You're like, Hey, I'm not feeling so hot, you know, and then go to the doctor. That was my intention with going to therapy. You know, I'm happy. I'm not depressed. My life is great. My marriage is great. My business is great. My dogs are great. Everything is great. But I noticed in my own quiet time, there's some, uh, some stresses that keep coming up. There's some limiting beliefs that keep coming up. There's old stories that keep coming up. And I'm like, I want to make sure I'm handling this right. And so I went to therapy and apparently there's some like unresolved trauma, if you want to call it, or unresolved issues from my childhood that I really need to work through. And to bring tie it all together, that that's why I've been quiet on social media is because one of the things that I would do is I would not see that inner child or I would not address those negative emotions with work, right? In the same way, how this ties to emotional eating, in the same way, you hide your emotions and hide your negativity and hide your whatever happened with food. I would do the same thing with ambition, Right. Um, so for like, like, like I said, imagine that little kid coming across the street and when he's like, Hey, I just saw my dog get ran over. And that would be like me saying, well, let's go write a book. Let's go change the world. Well, let's go build Legos. Let's go, let's go create content. That's going to help a lot of people. That's what I would do. I would have all this negative stuff from my childhood. I'd have all this stuff going on or all of these, whatever you want to call it, whether big, small, medium, it doesn't matter. There's this inner child that's not being seen that has like something going on. Like the dog that saw, like the kid that saw his dog get ran over. And it would be like me saying, well, let's go do something great. It never solved the problem and it, and it just hit it. it. It never got seen. Does that make sense? That's why it's important for you to be able to sit with your emotions. This is why it's hard. A lot of people will like, like say like, well, I go to the gym to, uh, to rid stress. I'm like, it doesn't rid stress that hides from stress, right? If you had a bad day at work, and your boss screamed at you, or you and your husband are fighting, or you and your wife are fighting, or you just had to put your dog down, or whatever negative event happened, and you go to the gym, you're not relieving stress. You are hiding from stress. You are hiding from the negative event, and it never goes away. And that's similar to you know your car that has an issue with its engine, and it makes, starts making some weird noises, some grinding and pinging, and you just crank the radio up so you don't hear it anymore. Like You never got rid of it. And this is how trauma or bad stuff is held in the body and will like one day lead to a big blowout, whether that be a panic attack or whether that be a binge eating episode, whether that be uh, just a meltdown emotionally, like 
it's 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 like it's it's that one same kind of thing. Imagine, you know, like like you're like your your engine in your car needs addressed, and instead of get, taking it to a mechanic, you just said, "Oh, I can't hear it," and you crank the radio up. Well, one day your engine's going to blow up. It's the same thing mentally. This is why how this t- ties to emotional eating, which is why you don't want to just eat your sorrows away. You need to sit with your sorrows. You know, this is this is a newer thing for me, right? I, I I've always known that, you know, you you can't be you can't be just eating away your sorrows. Like, right. It doesn't take the problem away. You know, if you're, if you and your, your partner are going through a rough time and you just like dive into ice cream every day or just smash ungodly amounts of food, that doesn't take the problem away. Right. But what I was doing with my own stuff is I wouldn't necessarily go and turn to emotional eating. I would emotionally work. I would literally go and create like that's, and that's, that's, that that's the hard thing about this guys is like for me and it generated some pretty cool results right? Like business is great. Like my social media is great. Like everything's great. But for a long, a long time, I would create content out of coming from a place of not trying to see stuff that I need to deal with. Right. And that's the thing is I, I, this is, this is different. That's why, that's why I've, I've kind of been a little bit quieter is because I'm like, I'm, I'm not working as much right now. I'm setting some space and some time for myself just to, to, to handle my own stuff. Because that's the other thing. As I'm going through therapy, I had no idea how physically draining it would be. You know, like working through some of the stuff that I've been hiding and not looking at for um, when it comes to, you know, the stuff, these negative emotions, whether it be something small from my childhood or something big or whatever, you know, that's that inner child, so to speak, that we all have not being seen. And so I would just like not see it and work, 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 and then go to sleep and then get up and go work, 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 and go nuts. And it caused, you know, business to go really well and clients stuff to go well. And it caused my social media and my impact to grow really well. Like people all over the planet are like getting help and all this stuff. And it's, it makes me feel really good and it's amazing. But like the issue is I'm still not seeing and addressing those issues. Imagine this, imagine we'll call your issues. Uh, I've been reading uh, a lot of Kyle Cease's material. He's an amazing guy when it comes to this stuff. And he compares it to like, as gross as it sounds, shit right? Like most people need to take an emotional dump, right? But imagine if you haven't shit in like 30 years, 20 years. And then all of a sudden you, cause what happens when you go to the bathroom, you just sit there and the bad comes out, right? You literally go sit in the, sh- and you poop and it comes out and it's fine. You don't question it. You don't go, huh? I wonder what that was, huh? That's weird. You just sit there and it comes out. That's what most people are afraid of doing with their own emotions. This is why people were like, be upset or have some stuff going on. And they, they'll do anything but sit with themselves. They'll go to the gym and work out really hard or they'll go back to work or they'll just sit with ice cream and just eat, 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 eat. But do you see the issue? That's like you have, that's, this is like you have an explosive diarrhea and going, no, I can't go. No, I can't go. And then trying to distract yourself. That's a problem. You see what I mean? Or like this, imagine this, imagine if you and your partner, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever you, let's say you guys are having some issues in your, in your, in your marriage or your relationship. And you're like, I want to talk about this. I want to have a successful relationship. And every time you go to talk to them, they're like, ah, I got to go. And they just like leave and they go back to work and then they get back home and you're like, Hey baby, I, I really want to talk about this. Some stuff's going on. I really, we need to talk. And they're like, ah, I, I can't, I got to make dinner. And then you're like, okay. And then like they come back in and they're, you're like, all right, can we talk about this now? And you're like, oh, like, we'll talk about it tomorrow. I got to, I got to go, go back to the office and they leave. Like the problem never gets solved, but that person's running from it. It's the same thing. When you emotionally eat, that's what you're doing to your problem. Versus most cases, you just need to sit in the quiet. 
and listen to silence. And all of a sudden you might feel like crying. You might feel like going to the bathroom. You might feel like all these things come up, but you, you have these, the old stories of you, whether that be around, you know, shit from your childhood, like you're not worthy of anything, or it could be around your specific stories around weight loss, where it's like losing weights hard. You know, I'm, uh, you know, this, this game, I have to suffer, you know, all this stuff, these old stories have to get what and you could even call it being purged from you, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But the thing is you're holding on to these old stories where you have to let them go. And it's hard to let them go when you run from them. This is why you might be nodding your head right now. Most people can't tell you the last time they sat in the quiet with themselves. You know, what's interesting is uh, outside of the death sentence here in like here in America, the worst thing we can, the worst punishment we can do to somebody is make them sit in a room by themselves. Isn't that ironic? Outside of like lethal injection, the worst punishment you can have someone do is sit them in a padded room with themselves. Isn't that ironic? But I'm telling you, like whether it be five minutes a day or two hours a day, you need to have time with yourself. And especially here's what you have to understand. This is why the emotional side of this is so important. This is why I've I've got some stuff that I'm I'm newer stuff that's probably going to be coming out here soon around this stuff. But this is why the emotional, the psychology, the headspace around this fitness game is so important. Because to be honest, this is not just about losing weight. This is not just about feeling better. This is not just about looking good naked or looking good for vacation. This is about deeper stuff. I'm convinced this is about happiness and not suffering, right? If you think about like, I know like right now it's pretty cheesy clickbait with a whole like, well, what's your why? What's your why? And like, no, like let's, let's talk about that. Think about what, what you want, the goals that you have, right? Whether that's be look better, feel better, walk better, operate better. I don't, I don't care. But why do you want it realistically? Okay. Then why do you want that? Sit on that. Pause this if you need to. Then why is that important to you? Now pause this again and think about that. Then whatever that answer is, well, why does that matter? Pause this if you need to, because you're not going to be able to come up with these answers off the top of your head really quick. Pause this, like I said, if you need to. But then ask yourself again, well, why is that important to you? Then ask yourself, what is not having that costing you? What's probably interesting is we're getting to some, just with that, we're like, what, four deep right now? It's some deep shit. I would say go about seven deep. Picking apart what it is you want. Why why it is you want this stuff? Like, for example, let me me give you an example. This is a lot of people that I talk to. Jared, I want to lose 40 pounds. Okay, why? Well, I just think I I just want to look better. Okay. Well, why is looking better important to you? Well, just because I feel like I don't show up in my life as much, my confidence is low. I'm like, okay, well, why is showing up important to you? And why is it important to have confidence? Well, I just think I would do better at work. Okay. Well, why is doing better at work important to you? Well, it's how I provide for my family. Okay. Stupid question, but why is providing for your family so important? Well, I, I just want to make sure my, my family's taken care of. Okay. So what, what would it, why, why is it important to, to do that though? Like what's, what's important about that? Well, I just want, you know, my family to be happy. Okay. Well, why is it important for your family to be happy? Well, I suffered as a little kid and I wasn't happy and I don't want my family to go through that. Okay. See, do you see what I'm saying? See how quickly this gets really deep, really fast. That just, that example went from, I want to lose 40 pounds to, I suffered as a child and I don't want my kids to suffer. Isn't that interesting? That was just one example. Yours may be even deeper than that. 
But here's what you have to understand. This is why this whole fitness and fat loss game is so important because it causes those kind of changes to happen. You see what I mean? It's one of those things where you have, this is why you have to tackle the emotional side of this. Cause if you're not, you're not, if you're not going to get your emotions handled, you're never going to have long-term success with what it is you want. If you constantly uh, won't handle your negative emotions, you hide them with food or what I did, hide them, them with ambition, or you might hide them with going to the gym. You might hide them with, um, playing music. You might hide them with a lot of cool stuff that causes really cool results. And I'm not saying that stuff is bad. I'm not saying you're sad. So you go play music or you're upset. So you go work out or you had a bad day. So you go on a walk. I'm not saying that's bad. Don't take this out of context. I'm saying sit with your shit. There's a level of this. You need to just sit with it and see it and hear it. Just like you would with that little boy from across the street. Little kid came up to you and said, I saw my dog get ran over. You would not give him ice cream and say it's going to be fine. You would not tell him to let's go help a lot of people. Let's go do this and ignore it. You would sit with him. You would love on him and you would see him. Oh, but you need to do that for yourself around your own stuff. That's all it is, is you're not fixing the problem. You're not like, oh, well, let's fix it. You're just sitting with it. This is something I've had to learn with myself, with the stuff that I'm going through right? And this is why I also, I'm, I want to be totally candid with you on this as well, because I think this is not a very popular subject to talk about. And especially around the realm of therapy, like to be honest with you guys, I was one of the ones that I used to think I would number one, never be caught dead going to a therapist. Um, I thought going to therapy was literally just for suicidal, unstable mental people who just need fucking help that were just like psychopaths. That's who I thought therapy was for. I had no idea and I was wrong. You know, you don't even have to have anything wrong to go to therapy, guys. It's one of those things where like, if you just want to know why you do what you do and how your brain works and like psychology is fascinating, you know, for me, there was a couple of small things that I noticed in some patterns. Like I would get quiet and all of a sudden these old things would come from my childhood or I'd be thinking one sort of, sort of way or things that I may have been taught that aren't relevant anymore. That's like, you know, all these things I'm like, I feel like I should talk to somebody about this. Just something inside of me was like, go talk to somebody. I just felt in my gut, you need to talk to somebody. So I did. And all of a sudden I opened up a can of worms. That's that's hard, but I'm so excited to see what's on the other side of this because it's almost like I've gotten this far in life with my hands cuffed behind my back. And this is uncuffing my hands, right? It's going, working through this stuff. Like it's, it's rough. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's rough. Like I've been, there will be days I'm like, I, I had no idea this was going to be so physically exhausting. Like I had a therapy session yesterday and it was, and it was good and it was productive. But then all of a sudden I literally, I, I took a nap yesterday and I slept in today and I'm still tired just because like the way the body holds on to stress and trauma and whatever you, all this stuff, it's crazy. But like, imagine you're, imagine that's in you somewhere right now, potentially like imagine the weight that could be lifted from you sitting with your stuff, you know? Or maybe even going to therapy. Who knows? But like, at least, nonetheless, just sitting with your, your, sitting with your dark, with your darkness, sitting with a bad event that happened, sitting with something instead of eating it out, instead of working it out, instead of whatever, just sit with it. Be like, I see you. It's okay. And like, almost like telling yourself, it's okay for you to feel like this in my body. And see it. You ever like have a problem? Like you ever? Do you remember growing up? and something's going on or like you're just venting and you just want someone to hear you. You don't want them to fix your problem. You don't want them to, you know, try to change it. You just want to be heard. 
How often does that happen? You just want someone to hear you. Well, you need to hear you. But when you have these stuff come up and you're like, oh shit, I got to go work out or I got to go smash some ice cream or I got to go smash Taco Bell or I got to go create content or I got to go do this. You're not, you're not listening to yourself. You're not seeing it. You're not seeing you, so to speak. This is along the lines of inner child work. But this is also why you have to address the headspace, the psychology behind fat loss and behind this stuff that you want. Because it, it, here's the thing. Most people will not do this. I'm fully aware. Most of you listening to this, literally the thousands of people that listen to this, if not millions, will not do this. We'll go, nah, it's fine. Just give me the, just give me the diet. Just give me the workouts. Just give me this. Give me that. And those people will forever struggle. Just being totally honest with you. Because I'll be honest, calorie deficit is easy as fuck on the other side of this. Strength training is easy as fuck on the other side of this. Being consistent is easy as fuck on the other side of this. But one of the reasons most people fail is because they won't do this stuff right now. This is the hard work, right? This is why it's so easy. You're like, I'll just deprive myself versus sitting with yourself for 20 minutes. I'll go work out in the gym for an hour and a half and just destroy my muscles. That's And that's their, people are so quick to do that, but they won't sit with themselves for a half hour. Like, don't you think that's ironic? That's why it's so easy to like, I'm just going to eat the whole half gallon of ice cream instead of sitting and actually like seeing my darkness and being like, you know what? We're just going to sit. It's like a dog, right? Like if I brought home a dog from the pound. So for actually, for example, my, my, uh, my dog Nika, right? My shepherd, we got her from a person who didn't treat her well and she'd never been trained a day in her life. So we bring her home and I go, Nika, sit. She just looks at me and I finally, after like an hour, get this dog to sit and I go stay and she gets up like it took a while, but that's the thing is there's an, when here's the way you have to understand, and this is some deep stuff. Whenever you sit in the quiet with your own stuff, when all you want to do is eat your heart out with ice cream and go work out and avoid it and you sit, you're, you're, you're taming the dog, so to speak, right? Your dog gets up. And you go, no, sit, you're going to stay. And when the, and there, there will come a time when that dog realizes it does not get what it wants until it listens to you. Your mind and your emotions are the same way. Just sit. Everything's going to be screaming at you to get up, right? You're going to be like, no, you're hungry. You got to do this. You got to check emails. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to go do this. No, no, uh, you got to go work out. You got to do this. Everything to not let you see it, but you need to go, no, we're going to sit here. And it's going to suck. And for a while, it's not going to feel good. But it's going to get better. But this is what you have to understand. If you don't address the emotional and psychological side of this game, you will not have sustainable progress. Why do you think so many people yo-yo diet, guys? Think about this. Why do you think so many people, oops, sorry. Why do you think so many people yo-yo diet? Right? If Imagine this. If the old story, if your old story says you're not worthy of your goals, you do not have what it takes. This game is supposed to be hard. You're destined to be fat, whatever your old story is. And you keep that old story in you. You don't let it go. You don't have quiet time with it and eventually let it go. What happens when you lose some weight? Well, if the old story is you're fat, you're meant to be fat, you're not worthy of the goals you want. And then all of a sudden you're sitting in, and, and then all of a sudden you don't like get rid of that old story. You're going to, you, you realize you're going to have to fuck it up somehow. Why do you think so many people lose weight? And as soon as they see progress, something happens. 
a bill comes up and they can't pay the gym membership. Uh, they forget to make their meals the night before. And that was the one thing that set them off. Um, you know, life got busy and they couldn't be consistent or they just lost motivation out of nowhere and they knew what to do. They just didn't do it. Does this sound familiar? If you don't get rid of the old story and you just keep hiding it, why do you, of course you're going to fall off. You're it's a, it's a, it's a program run, running wild, right? It's like, if I take my dog Remy on a walk, I know that bastard loves chasing squirrels. So what do you think? So when I take Remy on a walk and I see a squirrel before he sees one, don't you think I'm going to be ready when he tries to chase that squirrel? And I correct him and go, no, we don't chase squirrels. When he tries to chase the squirrel, I'm not going to just like, yep, Remy's never going to chase a squirrel ever again. And I go walk. And then all of a sudden he's pulling me down the road because he found a squirrel. This is some deep stuff, guys. And this, this is what I, this is one of the biggest things I hammer home with my coaching clients and my tribe members about all the emotional side of this. Cause most people just want the, oh, just give me the diet. Just give me the, just give me the workouts. Forget this stuff. But you're never gonna have sustainable progress that way. Which deeper down means more to you than just looking better. It's something deep, deeper within you was why you even want these goals, which is why it's so important to address this stuff. Because that's what leads to self-sabotaging. If, if every story inside of you that you're hiding from fixing and purging from you and getting rid of, if every story inside of you says whatever, like you're not worthy of it, you don't have what it takes, you're not good enough, you don't deserve to love the way you look, uh, losing weight is hard. And if your whole life looks like that, as in like you have friends that 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 around you that reinforce that, that like losing weight's hard for them too. Um, you have to starve yourself to get, to, to get what you want. You know, they, all they do is whine, bitch and complain. You have friends that reinforce that your environment reinforces that. And then deep down inside of you, you believe that too. And then now all of a sudden you have new, new, you, you lose some weight and you have some results that go totally against everything, you know, in your belief system. Of course, you're going to have to mess that up. Think about it. We see this with money all the time. People go, uh, people who deep down believe money doesn't grow on trees. Money is the root of all evil. Um, you know, God is mad at me or whatever it is. Then they get some money. Then somehow something has to come up and they lose all their money. Like we see this with everything, uh, relationships, right? We see someone who, uh, we all know somebody who can't keep a relationship. They will have literally the best partner on the planet, but they have to do something to fuck it up and, the, and they break up or they, they, they go different ways right? You guys understand that this whole game of patterns doesn't change no matter what you put it in front of relationships, money, marriage, fat loss. It doesn't matter what you put this in front of patterns run rampant until you stop them. Old stories run rampant until you stop them. But too often people will not address the old stories to get rid of it and sit with it to where it can leave you and you're holding on to it and they'll just hide it with eating hide it with ambition, hide it with, you know, God knows what, does that make sense? Hide it with drugs, hide it with alcohol, but do everything but sit with yourself and dig it out. That's what you need to do. That's, that's where it's at. But like I said, I know that a lot of people, um, that's listening to this will not do any of this, but for like the three of you that will is worth it to me. This is worth it. If, if, I, like I said, I know the vast majority of people listening to this are just going to go back to their old ways of cutting carbs and beating themselves up into the gym and going nuts. And they're going to, and, and those of you that are listening are going to keep repeating that cycle. And then 10 years down the road, 15 years down the road, you're going to still be struggling. But for those like 
five or 10% of you that that are listening to this or whatever number, even if it's just one person, I promise if you do this, your life will do nothing but get better. Just like mine has. And and here's the thing though, it gets, gets, it gets rough at first. You're literally poking on a bruise and it gets rough for a minute, but I promise it'll get better. So I hope this helps. Um, if it did, please reach out to me. If you ever need anything, I'll leave my contact info in the, um, the, uh, the show notes below and I'll talk to you next time.